Let's go. And shit. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Welcome. So right off the bat, so this show is going to be about trade etiquette, which I think is pretty fun. Right? <laughs> so you're starting off with bad etiquette by cutting me off. This is episode 95. I'm his partner, his life partner. Uh, oh, that's DFF right. Underscore Shane. That's his other life partner uh, at Madman. At DF underscore, at DFF underscore Madman. Oh, my God. And he's uh, FF Blitz. So... There we Some go. Bag, right. Um, and it's funny because we're going to be talking about trade offers and, and trade etiquette. Um, so, <laughs> Great way to start the show. This dick bag, right? Oh. We'll just call him because I don't want to. I don't want to say people's names because it's not cool to put What's them on blast like that. Yeah. So his name is actual dick bag. Um, <laughs> I think it's French. I, I don't know, but you know, it's not me. To, I'm not judging his name. So oh. Dickbag um, sends me an offer, and it's a Superflex league. Uh, and the name of the league, just in case you weren't aware of that, is um, there's Superflex in it. So we'll just leave it at that. Oh I, don't want, you know, I don't want anyone to know who I'm talking about because that's just rude. It's very uh, hard to figure it out so far. <laughs> so Dickbag sends me an offer um, of uh, – what do you send me? Ass, uh, dick bag, dick bag. I'm sorry. Dick bag sends me an offer of Darwin <laughs> Thomas and Will Fuller for Dwayne Haskins. It's okay. goddamn super flex league. Um, I love Darwin Thomas coming in this season. Um, the chiefs have already shown you what they think of him. Like they've gone to their ninth yeah. string running back and they refuse to let him touch the ball. Um, and Will Fuller, as much as I like him, he hasn't done shit this year. So you're not selling high on either of his assets. So how are you buying a quarterback that was easily a top five pick in a super flex league um, this year? So, you know, I said, you know what, Dick Bag, let me send back an offer in kind. <laughs> so I send out an offer and uh, I, I sent Dick Bag an offer of uh, Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill. Um just you know to lock down that that <laughs> juggernaut, yeah. of course right um so i sent dick bag an offer of those two for odell beckham jr and will fuller that's what we like to call oh i don't know and in the comments i put this is a super flex league right something to that effect um because i'm a jerk off um only when you're a jerk off first though um so anyway then i jumped on the group me chat to tell him to go so then he told me to go yourself and uh oh then he called me pal and i called him buddy and now i think we're friends again so i'm not really sure what's going on oh, okay uh, and all of this leads to oh so tonight's <laughs> episode um is all about trade etiquette you were just gonna leave it hanging there like that like that was the end of the story it, yeah this show all about <laughs> trade etiquette and i won't get into why um <sighs> Because, you know, it, it's important that in life when something happens, good or bad uh, or indifferent, that you, you try to use it for show content. So that's well, what true. I, sure. You know. And I think, you know, that just about every league has a dick bag. Yeah, <laughs> dick bag. There, there's a large contingent of family members of uh, dick bags. I also think that it's also good to sometimes wait... <laughs> Wait a couple days before we also do a show. I agree with yeah. you that, yes, it gives us content, but. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you definitely don't. Because I wanted to tape that day. I um, know you did. And I. Some of the things. And I'm not going to put names out there because basically <laughs> I don't. I mean, whatever. They don't listen to the show. And if they do. Well, oh, my um, God. <laughs> and they probably don't listen to the show. Whatever. Fine. Because, you know, we're not but jokes anyway. I'm just a joke. I'm a running 
fucking joke. Anyway, you're a good so, joke, though. I will. I will um, say this, though. I will say this. This is all supposed to be fun. Granted, yes, we have podcasts, we have websites, we have articles written, and everything. But ultimately, it's supposed to be a fun game. It's it's a hobby. It's not. It, some people just it, miss the point. Man. Exactly. They're spending it, their time telling you how you should be doing things instead of just doing things better themselves. Well, that's ultimately true, too. That's what I was going to say, is we all do this differently, and we all should enjoy it the way we enjoy it. And so real the- quick, me and Dick Bag are friends again. <laughs> so he's no longer Dick Bag. Okay, but there's also other so he's situations. he's listening to this show, me and you are buddies. You're no longer Dick Bud. We're making amends right now. See, and that's how adults should handle it. Like, you call each other names, and then you realize, like, oh, I'm 40. Okay. I should probably name call. So, so that's anyway. what led to us doing a show like this, correct? <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we do that, <laughs> you want to uh, talk about rotoassurance.com and uh, yeah. do a couple news things and then we'll jump into the show? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about tonight's show. Obviously. So, uh, know it. Um, rotoassurance for if you draft players that get hurt. And um, yeah, guess what? It's fantasy football. So these players get hurt a lot. Um, so check out rotoshorns.com. Use Dynasty Trades HQ, all in caps, as if you were yelling at me um, for a trade offer that you didn't like um, <laughs> in the code and save yourself, uh, I believe it's a 20% discount. Um, but yeah, so the first one we have there, I mean, there was quite a few people that got hurt, but obviously the John Ross one, yesterday they were saying, oh, he'll be gone for a week or two. And then today they say he's on IR. Yeah, six weeks. So I think that dude's just perpetually going to be one of those guys that gets banged up and misses games and comes back and has a good game and misses some more. I, that's how I feel about that kid. Well, you know what else? There was there was another one that went on IR today that most of us in the Dynasty community don't even notice because, I don't know, are you in any leagues that have a kicker? Steven Gaskowski. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gaskowski I, I went on IR. I a couple leagues that have kickers. So I don't are you really? Gaskowski. Yeah, yeah, man, two leagues still. Yeah, it pisses me off every time I got a <laughs> – I got Z- Zane Gonzalez, though, to make up for uh, some kickers that were doing shitty. And, boy, I had to do some research on that cat. <laughs> well, actually, I, back uh, to John Ross, that Auden Tate. I know it didn't – Shane, you wanted to talk about Auden Tate? Uh, yeah, so oh, Auden yeah, yeah. Tate, remember, he's a guy that – I remember. Um, he was big coming into the draft last year. Or probably, I'd say, the combine is what sunk him. Um. I don't really oh, remember. Yeah, what. He ran super slow. And yeah, like, like he's just, just his stock felt like a rock. Exactly, he's not what you'd call a spectacular athlete. Um, but he did have, you know, a, a decent bad. college career. He's a guy that a Devi, uh, a lot of Devi guys liked. Um, but then he fell to the seventh round of the draft. I don't even remember where he was drafted. If he was actually, oh, he was he was drafted by Cincinnati. He was yeah. the two hundred fifty third pick overall. Yeah. Still just twenty two, so he's six five two twenty eight. Um, Anyway, so he's had 16 targets over the last two weeks. Um, and he was already starting in their three wide receiver set. So it's not like he's going to take over the John Ross role because, um, you know, he doesn't run a 4 or 4. Um, he probably runs like a 4 7. I, I don't even know off the top yeah, of my no, head. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's getting up there. That, that's what he runs. He's slow like that. But he actually saw some work in the slot and looked pretty freaking good, man. Yeah, I mean, he's had 16 targets over the last two weeks. Um, yep. He he almost cracked ten points this week. He went. I must be looking at half PPR or something here because it said he had no no no. I don't know how to do math again. So he had four receptions for uh, fifty yards, and that would be nine. points. That would be nine points. That yes. is nine. The week before that, he gave you almost thirteen points, twelve point eight. So I mean, it's not bad. He's a guy that 
you know, even before the John Ross news, um, I jumped out on some waivers and tried to add him because. Oh yeah, man. AJ yeah, if you saw, you saw AJ Green on the sidelines. Um, I think that was Monday night. He looks like he has absolutely no interest in stepping yeah. on the field anytime soon. They even said, they even said uh, today was the week he was supposed to be back. And now they're saying there's no timetable for his return. You know, um, I did the same thing you did. Like last week when we were talking about uh, tweaking your rosters, I actually found Auden Tate on two waiver wires last week. Um, so he may still be out there on some of these leagues. Yeah, probably not. Available. But if he no, was, he probably why, he, went for a lot in uh, in Fab this week. In the sh- on the shallower rosters, for sure, like you know, twenty four to thirty teams, you can sometimes find him. Um, but yeah, in deeper leagues, not so much. Or That's an IDP way. league. Yeah, IDP. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we <laughs> Why don't we hear from the scouting academy, get everything together, and then we'll go on to this trade etiquette story we want to talk about. NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for a limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Yep. Okay, so yeah, check out the Scouting Academy. We still got the uh, discount on the, the site there, uh, $50 off their next semester. Uh, is this fall? Are we in fall or autumn? I live in South that. Florida. It's all the same to me. Yeah, well, fuck you. It's the summer. So, but for the rest of us, is this autumn? What is the it's difference autumn. between autumn and fall? Same, same thing, dude. Why do they call it two different things? And I don't understand. Well, anyway. autumn's the formal word. Oh. The fall is just like you know layperson terms. It's always oh, hot right. here, so I don't know I anything. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway. So, so again, um, yeah. So that you know, from whatever i don't want to get into it so i decided to just you know what let's talk about some trade etiquette Um, (laughs) okay so leading into the trade (laughs) etiquette thing what we decided or what shane did was he threw out a whole bunch of polls out to the twitter universe to see how everybody felt about this quote-unquote trade etiquette thing that we were well and here's (laughs) i want to share this one first because this is my favorite poll that i put up because it makes no (laughs) But the best part of it, 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 not only did it not make sense, was it was so awesome that everybody answered it with responses. Instead of just answering the poll, everybody seemed to have to explain their answers because they couldn't understand your question. No, no, yeah. So that was definitely part of it. Like, I feel like people voted and then went, wait, I don't know if I voted the way I actually feel because I don't know what the game was saying. I absolutely did that. I did exactly what you said. So if I can find the next one after this, to you'll see the, the the stark contrast in the two results when I meant the same thing. Right. But I'm not that bright. Um, so the first one, let's read it. Excuse me. First question was, if I send you a blind trade offer, should I not send out offers including the same players to other owners? Um, 71% of the respondents said no. But mostly because I don't think they knew what I was talking they, about. I didn't know what you were asking, man. Yeah. Yes. And everybody was really pretty uh, 
accurate in their responses where they were explaining why they think that it's okay the way you did it. But, but go we ahead. Got some, and we got some great responses we did. about it that really frame up the context of it. I think we should read some of these or at least discuss them a little bit. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed legally to. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't need to even say who who made the comment, but just that you know. Listen, what do the takes mean? The du- double well, negative makes this confusing. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, before, let me explain. But this. I was going to say before you do that, yeah. explain what you were trying to ask what everybody. I meant to say is, right. do you feel that it's appropriate to send multiple blind offers out, including the same player? <laughs> multiple owners so for instance (laughs) myself you uh, michael and jeremy are all in leagues together separately also as a team but not in this context (laughs) we're all in hq1 together is it okay if i send you a blind bid offer or excuse me a blind trade offer that includes uh we'll say carson wentz and then i also send the exact blind offer out to jeremy well, of course it is. I mean, I'm in a league with you, and people send all kinds of offers. And this is just my opinion, but I get offers from people in all different sorts of ways, whether they frame it up. I mean, it, I, I can't control you. You can make me an offer however you want to make me an offer. It's up to me to either counter, accept it, reject it. I mean, there are things I can do. I don't control you. I have to react to what you do as a trade, as a trader in my league. So, yeah times in my league sends out offers hey you know what i want to get rid of alexander madison i'm gonna you know what damn it i'm gonna send an offer to everybody in the league or you know half the people that i realize need running backs who the hell cares it's just one technique in a whole freaking arsenal of techniques that you could use if someone doesn't like that you do that i don't understand i also think one of the things i was going to say to you too is even if you look at it the way People are talking about this. There's no reason for you not to send it out to every single person. If you were going to only deal with one person at a time, you would never get anything done. Some of these leagues, we have 16 teams in it. So what? You're supposed to send somebody to one person and then wait and decide right. and see Who's if they answer. Like wait, right? And then My okay, that didn't work. Offer them first, right? And I've been doing this for over 20 years. People do this all the time people send out offers and and you know i know you keep saying blind trade offer but i don't know if people even know what that means blind i mean you're just sending offers people send offers all the time and there's nothing wrong with sending the same offer to two people i i don't see anything wrong with it whatsoever uh, yeah you want to be in leagues that are active so you know send send offers of course so i guess i'll explain in case anyone listening doesn't understand my vernacular because I don't even know if this is the correct term. Correct term That's what I was to say. I never heard blind offer until you started saying it with uh, these polls. Whatever. I just make up my own terms. Exactly. Whatever. If you don't like it, fuck off. Um, so blind <laughs> offers are offers that are sent with no prior discussion regarding a trade. But that's so isn't that Jeremy most of offers? Hanging out on his sofa. He'll feel his phone vibrate. And he'll be like, oh, my God. Shane sent me something. And then he'll open his, he'll open his email and he'll say, oh. You have an offer from MFL. And then in my case, I would accidentally accept it yes. in the email and then <laughs> and contact the owner and ask him to send it right back to me because I didn't pay attention. And then, I, yeah, and then we'd have to reverse things and people get all upset. But I mean, isn't that the majority of trade offers anyways? I mean, I get buzzing all yes. the time on my phone and it's just somebody yes. sending me an offer. The majority of my trade offers, you could say, are blind because either they're not on Twitter or, you know, they're not framing it up through an email. They're just sending me an offer through the league, MFL, let's say and hoping that I maybe it's a player I have in trade bait. It's not really yeah. a blind. 
it, it might be a blind offer, but I just the etiquette of that is perfectly fine. There's nothing somebody's sending you an offer, and and if they send it to multiple people in the league, I think that's just you know you're doing your due diligence. If you're trying to move a player, why would you limit yourself to trading with one team at a time? Maybe by Sunday you haven't made that f-ing deal yet, and you can't. <laughs> You know, maybe you needed to make the trade. There, so why be so strategic when you can just blanket shotgun approach the whole thing? There's no there's no reason. I don't see any reason to have to explain it or apologize for it or exactly. anything. Everybody does it. It's always it, been that way. And I don't see why anybody has a problem with it. It's like trying but, to change the market. You're not going to change the market. It is what it is. People people do different things within the free market and you just have to react to it. Be dynamic and react to it, or you get screwed and too bad. You're not going to cry about it later because you didn't take the opportunity to engage with people because they're not doing things the way you want. But the underlying thing about all of it goes back to you could do however you want to do this. There is no rule book. There is no thing that says you must do trades this way. You must send offers this way. Everybody does it the way they want to do it and the way they enjoy doing it. Obviously, when I send out trade offers, a lot of times I really spend a lot of time figuring out who I want, what I want, and what that other person needs and blah, blah, blah. Shane, on the other hand, just like my friend Greg too, will blanket everybody and send out offers to everybody and hope that somebody will counter or somebody will do something thing and that's the way Shane enjoys it so there's no reason for anybody to come in and say Shane that's not how you do trades so real quick and this wasn't a poll but this was just me and uh, our good friend uh, uh wrecked fan at wrecked at fantasy Bobby uh-huh. Koch Bobby? that's not his handle whatever I don't know his handle it's, <laughs> it's, fantasy. You're right. yeah, um, he knows his name um but it's funny like you know we, we talk about trades and whatnot right. um so and he you know he he, he just happened today to mentioned to me yeah it was in a dm so i don't even know if he wants me to share it but i assume he does i'm sure bobby um, will be fine yeah he said basically he just mentioned like oh you know I, i've been trying to work a lot of trades this week like with two owners and it's really frustrating when like you know you're doing all this negotiating air quotes um and it doesn't come <laughs> to fruition and you know that that kind of encapsulates my whole thought process on <clears throat> trading like i love trading and um i love pulling off the trades I, you know me. I don't like talking to people. Um, I don't want to show my hand by talking to people. I don't want to have to pretend um, that we're buddies and that I give a shit about anything else other than making this trade. And, um, you know, I, I agree with you. And that was something that I had wrote over here on the side that there are some people that just don't want to interact or are afraid to interact or don't have the skills to interact with people. They want to just send an offer and not have to do the whole, hey, what do you think? What do you think? The other part of all that that I hate, I hate talking to somebody back and forth. Hey, are you interested in this guy? Yeah. What do you want? Okay, this is fine. All right, let's do it. And then the deal never gets sent. I mean, it happens all the time that people talk about shit and then they don't ever do it. I would much rather get the ding on my phone and say that 400-710 blah, blah, blah thing where there's an offer literally in my face that I can look at instead of talking to somebody. And it yeah, is like funny when people when, just make me offers. Me too. And it's funny what Shane said about not liking to talk to people. Even when we were doing the show uh, live at the convention, you were like, "Yeah, okay, I'll talk to them, but I'm going away." <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it, it is kind of funny. Look, I mean, you know, and some people are aren't equipped to speak with people, and that is me. Um, I'm not. Gonna I'll lie. tell you guys something too. One thing that. One thing that irritates me is the people who send me a paragraph explaining why I need a certain player and why they're <laughs> trying to help me 
better my team because automatically my my you're full of shit filter is just like blown i'm like this what the what see like, I, the, I don't believe okay. that's why they're doing it number one and you know they're trying to make their team better and that's fine if they're sending me something that i could use or want or need and it's a fair offer cool but if it's like they have to frame it up too much and explain it and give me background you know you know, Jeremy, we talked about this years ago. Before we even did the show, we yeah. talked about this because it was happening in one of our leagues where somebody was like talking down to me about something. And remember what I told you? I said, I actually like that when that happens and I'll play into it to let them think yeah, that, oh, you're, you're right. Dynamic. You're right. You can oh, trade with different types of people. But but uh, but then you play it off like, oh, my God, thank you. You know, I didn't really think about because then they have that in in their mind that they know more than, you know, and then you could play off of that and do stuff. But it kind of leads into the, the question that another one of the polls Shane put up where he said, would you trade with owners who insult your intelligence with terrible offers? I should have just put up an insult you, period. Exactly, but, without the terrible we'll offense. Insult your intelligence. Well, yeah. I'll trade with people who insult my intelligence, so to speak, with with bad offers because I feel like that happens. That that happens a lot, and I can't. I, we've talked about this too on the show before. I don't pre pretend to know what that person's thinking. So anytime someone sends me an offer, I don't. Um, I don't like go go off like oh this person's um you know trolling me catfishing me whatever like you know playing a joke on me or just you know being an ignorant asshole whatever I I don't I just I go into it with like okay I'm, I'm thinking it's a legitimate trade and I I if I if I'm interested in trading I fire something back that's you know kind of kind of serious but like you know hey I think I just I just I can't assume that they're just you know I can't assume they're coming from any certain position I just play it off and deal with it however I need to insulting you though um, you know that that's never okay insulting my well, intelligence and trades feel free to do whatever you think value wise but yeah don't insult people while you're trying to trade with them that's that's always a bad look you know what that's gonna get you that's gonna get you on the I'm never gonna ever trade with you list and you know it's um so just real quick so the poll results on this were pretty pretty um overwhelming 76 percent of the people said yes they of course they, they would trade with someone that insults their intelligence with bad offers yeah. um um 76 percent because yes it's business and honestly that is the best obviously the best tack to take but you can tell there's at least 24 percent of the population <laughs> that is a lot like i am um <laughs> they're very um what's the word i'm looking for filled with um rage and looking for a reason to um, be angry with someone. Looking for a reason for the rest of us to see in a DM data left thread. <laughs> you know, that's what we end up seeing a lot when things like that happen to you. You just well, leave. I, see, I tend, and I, I will say this, I will, if it's just bad trade offers, I usually just think they're comical. Oh yeah, I don't um, mean because of the trade offer. I just mean what you're saying about insulting you. <laughs> yeah, when, when people get to, to get an insulting you or... <laughs> stuff like that that's when like i'm like you know my back's up then it's like all right well there's you know there's several ways i could handle this i can just remove myself from the situation um yep yep, yep. which is probably for the best um but I don't, I don't want to go too far down. No, no. I think I think if you go back to the question, the the question about asking about insulting you on a bad trade offer, um, it, that's not like 
saying something bad about you. But a lot of times, if somebody sends you a trade offer that is so lopsided, you can either take it as, yeah, they think I'm stupid and that I might do this. Or you can also look at it as they're stupid. I mean, if they think that an offer like this is going to invoke something out of me or make me accept it or whatever, then just play off of that. I, I think it is funny when a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I was just trying to open up a dialogue with you by sending that offer. And I think a lot of times that's just bullcrap. They're, they're just trying to see if they can slip something by you and if you're going to do it. Now, see, now, yeah, I used to get uh, mad at um, bad trade offers. I, I honestly, I don't really get mad at just tr bad trade offers anymore. But I, I do what you did. I assume that their player values are so skewed that they have no idea. Exactly. So, yeah, I'll say, all right, well, let me try this. <laughs> um, right. Some people are times, just unrealistic, too. Yeah, but most times what you find, that that's not the case. It's not that they don't know player value. It's just they were just trying to win a trade. Right. But, you know, whatever. I've sent out offers. And, and you know thought eh, that's not bad and then you know when someone's responded to the trade offer like shane that's terrible and then i look at it and i'm like yeah that's pretty terrible that's pretty terrible <laughs> i agree though something that jeremy said a little while ago is something that does does bother me no matter how much intellectually i could look at it and understand it but it is so funny when somebody tries to explain to you why the trade offer is good for you like you should do this because your team needs this guy and this guy is a second string guy and I can use like they, they pretend like they're trying to help you. And it's so disingenuous. There's no reason that anybody would send you an offer to try to help you. You know, yeah, disingenuous is, is the perfect word, because there are people who are like, you know, they're looking for a mutual trade, much like we try to make. And they're like, hey, I, I know you were looking for a running back. Um, I'm willing to part with Leonard Fournette. Um, maybe we could get something done. Right. Um, how how attached are you to, you know, whatever wide receiver or tight end or something? And they're trying to get a trade going because they know you have a need. I mean, I get that. It happens a lot. But the, pe the people who send you like a, a novel about why you should be trading with them, it's just like, come on, man. You're pouring it on too Thick. And it's always great too when they say, and the guy you're giving me is he's just a second string guy. You know, I, I might use him, I might not, blah, blah, blah. Then why are you fucking doing the trade? You know, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> <Shyster>. at all. <laughs> I mean, I generally, the only time I put anything at all in comments is <laughs> if I want to point out, um, that you might be ignoring the fact that I'm offering you what has been a wide receiver one this season. Like, I don't know. I mean, you'll see. I was, I was going to uh, say, but you know, and that's also because I have to point that out because he's 32 years old. Right. I kind of, I it's like, I have to put lipstick on a pig. It's not a shit offer, but I have to at least like, Hey, don't forget. I know he's old, but he's still good. You or said I'll say something like, Hey, you, you know, the pick that, you know, the pick involved with this, looks like it'll be low or it looks like it'll be high whatever just in case i know sometimes people don't look at like picks that they're well yeah no you're just providing a bit of context and also letting that person know you're well aware that emmanuel sanders is 95 years old yeah. but he's also a wide receiver one i mean yeah no i don't i'm talking about the people who try to make it seem like they're super nice and like yeah, you know, yeah. They're, they're trying really to help you. out to make a mutual deal except that the trade offer they sent you while they're saying all that is god awful it's like, funny i laughed I laughed out loud because in the listener league, I've gotten Emmanuel Sanders trades in the last three weeks from Shane. The, the best, the best was I don't remember all the pieces, but he, he was asking for Darius Geis from me, and in the quotes he wrote, "You know that guy can't walk; he has no legs." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's a it's a medical fact that he can't walk. So, all right, that's not even something I'm making up. I mean, it's 
partly made up. But again, also, that's with you. Yeah, exactly. Um, of course. The two of us talking. Now, there was one... There was one poll that you put up that this one, I think a lot of people have different opinions on. And actually, you gave them four choices and all four choices did get votes. And it's how long do you wait before you revoke a trade offer? You know, and you put up there one to two days, three to four days, never revoke one or just prior to kickoff. And how did that go? Never shouldn't. I mean, I put it on there because, yeah, I mean, well, they all got votes as an option. But never should not be on there. Um, every Sunday or Thursday, really, but probably Sunday, um, since there's more games going. Okay, anytime before kickoff, <laughs> if you have a trade sitting out there that involves any of the players that are going to play, you need to revoke those trade offers. Sure. Um, because, we, you know, every week someone gets hurt. Um, and that could be a player that you have in a trade offer. And it's not that other owner's responsibility to go, hey, Shane, um, are you sure you still really want to, uh, you know, uh, trade for Darius Geis? Because you know he's going to be on the IR for the next six weeks. <laughs> or are you really sure that you want to trade for? Give me a name of someone that got hurt this week. I can't think of anyone. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Oh, uh, Devonte Adams got hurt during the game this week on his toe, yeah, and he's out now. Big time. Yeah, I was thinking more of a guy that like and blew his knee well, John out, Ross. John Ross is now on yeah, IR. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. But you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah, say and you know there's a game that night. You have a trade sitting off the, out there, and uh, the guy that you're trading for blew his knee out. Right. You didn't revoke that offer. Technically, that owner isn't under any obligation to go to you like, hey, do you still want to make this trade? Oh, yeah. Just smash accept it. If it I, I actually sure. think there's no technically about it. I mean, if you left it up there, it is funny. I have seen people write on Twitter where they say the commish made us change that trade offer because he got upset because the player got hurt and he accepted it. I think all of that is bullshit. You're right. If you uh, left it, it up there. You to revoke it. Yeah. You, if you, I mean, if you're a good dude, whatever, that's fine. You're a good Plus, person. Plus, if you're a good commissioner, you care more about the sanctity of the league uh, as a whole and all the owners and not one damn trade. Clearly made a, a due diligence mistake. Yeah, um, and I've been a commissioner forever, and the way I would yeah. handle that is you two guys talk about it. You know, I would never go in and say, hey, I'm revoking that. I'm flipping that over because that dude got hurt and he he accepted it. That would be something that those two guys have to go through because it's well, not yeah, my place to sit there and tell them, oh, you have to redo look it. look at it like you're doing either. They, they look at it like they're in a position of power when yeah, really it's bullshit. like you're on a board... Yeah. Uh, for your homeowners association or something, you work for all the people that you um, support. It's not like they report to you. Right. You support all those people. You work for them. So as a commissioner, you have to look at it. You work for the league and what's best for the league. And, and that's what you do. That's what I do. Uh, but some people go into it like with a sense of entitlement or a sense of, you know, you revoking <laughs> trades or or disqualifying <laughs> trades. Come on, man. That's just that's rookie shit right there. So with this poll, the one that got the most vo votes, got 40 percent of the 527 votes was one to two days of revoking. Me personally, I don't do that. I don't revoke it after one or two days. There are some situations where maybe somebody didn't get to it or they're thinking about it or they're going over some stuff. So one to two days seems kind of quick to me. I probably go with the prior to kickoff thing more than the one to two days. But 40% uh, said one to two days. 
Yeah, that's the one. I, that's that was my answer too, and I was really? surprised. Um, well, first of all, I was surprised when I thought about it that that's that was my answer. That, uh, but it's not a standard thing. But generally, if I make a trade offer, I don't. I, I've learned not to leave it out there for for very long. Um, you know, uh, but the people who send you one and then an hour later revoke it—that's the stuff that I'm like, what the heck? What's this technique? I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. Just you just want to let me know you're interested in trading with me. I mean, why? Why revoke it so so like quick on the trigger? You know, fast revoke. I think well, maybe I can answer that, Jeremy. Sometimes <laughs> you send a trade offer out, right? And then you're like, that was a good offer. I'm gonna go about my day now and do some things. And then you remember. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, about twenty minutes later, you're thinking about that trade offer that you made, and you're like, "Yeah, I get it. That trade offer is not as good as I I would like, <laughs> no. and I don't want to make it. And please, I hope he does Change not accept your mind. it. Yeah. So let me go immediately revoke that. Maybe I should have thought it out beforehand before sending the trade, because that would make more sense. But some people are impulsive. Um, I don't know anyone like that specifically, but there are right, right. See, and um, I think I think maybe that's why the one to two days doesn't fit in my mind because I usually spend a lot of time figuring out the offer I'm going to send before I send it. So maybe that's why the one to two days don't work for me. But for you, <laughs> absolutely. And and there, I, look, I put a, there's a, I craft a lot. I look, I'm not I, saying I, you never do, but you, you can't tell me you do all the time. I put I put at least. To <laughs> 20 to 30 to 45 seconds of thought in the most of my trade one. offers. I don't I don't remember I what trade it was, but it was like two years ago in the listener league, you sent me an offer and then I countered you and then you countered me and then we both went, what the f*** are we doing? And then you're like, holy shit, I'm so glad you didn't accept this. And like, we totally went away from that trade altogether. And I, I yeah. don't even remember what it was, but we were going back and forth really quick and then we both realized, oh shit. You like get trade drunk. You just yeah. flipping trade, trades back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Trade alert. Oh, right now? Yeah, we're gonna just we're just gonna break in the one trade alert. We Sweet. actually had Let's one in it. our listener league today. Oh, okay, cool. What was it? I didn't see it. I did but one in the listener league this week it. also. I did not well, see it. Well, actually, there were several trades. Yeah, there there were several trades, in but there HQ1? was actually yeah, an HQ one. Oh wow! Yeah, HQ one, the original, the uh, classic, if you will, the OG the classic. HQ. Classic. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the classic, the sixteen so team hard one, and um, out out um, uh, outside toilet. Russ, we, we we actually did a couple trades. Yeah, I gave up uh, the aforementioned elderly Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Alshon Jeffrey, and I got back a 2023rd, a 2021 first, and a 2021 second. Oh, yeah. Outhouse is trying to win this league. So, wait, wait. You gave two starting wide receivers in a 16-team league to get a first in 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a you know, third in um, 2020 and a second in 2021. Oh, Outhouse won my that trade. God, he's, he's trying no. to win this league, man. You Big can't time. No, except that market factors dictated that absolutely no one was going to give me any value. And I don't like to talk trade. I, I don't like putting offers out there um, for people that that made trade offers because um, that's not what I'm trying to say. But in English, <laughs> I didn't understand I don't like what you to just tell, said. Uh, I, I don't share uh, offers I don't that like I receive with tell. other people. But I will say this on air. I had offered Emmanuel Sanders to literally everyone in the league for the past two weeks. Eight months. Oh, well, yeah, eight months. I, but definitely me to me, one? two I weeks. Rejected it. I, at I some know. point, I had. I've gotten me. a lot of Emmanuel Sanders offers. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I tried I, every I don't remember getting one. I'm going to have to look. 
Yeah, like I I tried, you know, I sent out a couple of last ditch efforts uh, this morning um, or yesterday. I don't know. The days blend together when you're on methamphetamines. And um, <laughs> Blitz, actually, I sent him, I, I was going to take a 2022nd for Emmanuel. That's Sanders. what you sent me, a 2022nd. Yeah. And, and it would have been like the, uh, it would have been an, uh, not even a good one because it was Blitz's and Blitz is like 4 0. I'm 4 0, yeah. It's awesome. I'm 3 and 1. It's I so want to repeat awesome. this year, but I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to have some problems. I want to go after you, Jeremy. I want it to be you well, and I. I mean, and I, I'm the only guy to go after, right? I want it in the first season. So you guys are all gunning for me. Yeah, but including Shane's. Outhouse, who's also 3 and 1 in the top. Well, I'm not. I'm Shane's, Shane's 0 and 4. Shane's yeah, I'm 0 and 4. terrible. Yeah, my, yeah. My team is just rubbish. <laughs> um, I got a lot of young guys. Um, you guys know that. You're in the league with me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then myself and Outside Toilet made another trade. Oh, so you made two? I only saw the first one. What was the second oh, one? Actually, this was yeah, today so as well. Cute. Yeah, yeah I didn't see the other one. What was the other one? So uh, Outhouse Toilet, um, I traded him Daniel Jones, who uh, he did not look as good in his second game. No, he did not. His first game. Um, still decent, but he's turning the ball over a little much. Um, Daniel Jones and Jonathan Brown. Uh-huh. Um, and I got back Kirk Cousins, uh, Tyler Boyd, a 2024th, and a 2021 third round. I actually like that trade for you. I like, was going to say. I you want that trade. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins this year probably score similarly. I mean, Cousins is going to stay down for forever. But Cousins has actually been really good in fantasy before. And there's a greater chance of him repeating that than Daniel Jones lighting the world on fire in his rookie year. So Outhouse trying to win this season, it almost seems like that trade set him back. Whereas the other trade set him up to win this season yeah. and keep continue at the top of the division. So it's kind of curious that he did two trades that went in sort of mutually exclusive ways. I, I like it. I like it. I think that's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, think, for us. I think Daniel Jones... Um, <laughs> He's the he's the pretty girl right uh -huh. now, you know. And Kirk Cousins is your like. My wife's beautiful, so I don't I can't relate. But say like you had a big fat wife at home, <laughs> like though she's a nice lady, um, you know what I mean. Like, but you're looking at Daniel Jones and you're like, well, she's kind of hot. Like I oh like that God. skirt. And then you're looking at your your wife on the sofa and you're like, oh, she's wearing a muumuu again. <laughs> Or tutu? Oh, oh my god! Yeah, okay. All right, you you went down a wrong path, but we understand Moomoo where you're going. Thing, is it? Yeah, no, Moomoo was right. It wasn't tutu, but you're right. Yeah, you're going down the wrong path. But no, so no. I, like, <laughs> it, what that meant in English is um, he's selling low on Kirk Cousins yeah, right now. Right. And I believe I'm selling high on Daniel Jones. I, yeah. I I don't believe that Kirk Cousins is as bad as he's looked. Um, I think a lot of it is the fact that they only let him throw the ball in, you know, when it's absolutely necessary yeah um, it's yeah. like adam thielen said you can't win just running the ball at some point it's going to have to regress yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think on a side note too i know personally throughout the whole off season i can't even count how many times i got a john brown offer from you you've been trying yeah. to trade john I, brown I for a long time you've yeah, been trying to move one. john yeah. brown forever <laughs> look i love john brown it's just you know it, i just his injury history um we don't like the word injury prone or whatever, but he has a significant injury history. Um, he was healthy last year. I'll give him that. Um, and he seems to found the right quarterback for his skill set with Josh Allen. But, you know, let's see what happens throughout the winter. Sure. Um, the the other trade that the one that I did, I mean, we we're this is a 16 team league and it's very difficult to even have starters. We have some players that are putting in players that you never even heard of. But I traded with Justin with uh running chalk. I gave him a 2021 20, second for Chris Thompson. 
That was the trade I did with him. A nice trade. Yeah, I was happy with it because especially with bye weeks coming up, I'm perfectly happy sticking Chris Thompson in in the flex position for me in that uh, league. And Chris Thompson is uh, he's in, within the top five of uh, re- receptions or receiving yards for a running back. If and not anytime you can league. get a Washington Redskin, I mean, you've just got to uh, do it. Well, at least a Washington Redskin that's getting points. I mean, AP sucks <laughs> so bad. And I have yeah. Darius Geis. I have I'm Darius bad. Geis in that league because Shane reminds me all the time that he can't walk, but he's on my IR. So, uh, yeah. you know, I was happy with that. So, all right, before we go back to the trade talk, why don't we um, hear from our our new sponsor, bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Bestfantasyfootballleague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. Hey, so yeah, best fantasy um, football. Best. Join it. It's the best. It's in the name, so clearly it's the best. Uh, it is the best. Well, we, we, we did have a couple more polls left, and there was one that Jeremy really loved. Jeremy, you want to talk about the one you loved? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I liked all the polls Shane sent. I thought they were pretty timely, but the one that really uh, you know, spoke to me the most was the acceptable amount of time to respond to a trade offer. What's the acceptable amount of time? And the examples you gave, two hours, three to 12 hours, one to three days, uh, you know, and and I'm sure people have in the back of their minds which they'd prefer. And, and, and maybe like me, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it just kind of depends on the situation. But the reason I like this one is because of the way that people um, respond to my lack of response to trades. Like a lot of times I'll see a trade. I'm like, oh, you know, that's compelling. I, you know. This isn't terrible. I don't mind moving Kareem Hunt or whatever it might be. And so I think about what could my counter be. I don't want to outright decline it and I'm, I'm waiting and then it gets revoked before I have a chance to or something. I tend to sit on them a little bit and think about what I want to do, especially if I'm not actively trading someone. Oh, that's interesting. They want this player from my team and, you know, not a terrible offer, but I, I want something more than that. And so I don't tend to... Uh, respond quickly to trades and then so as a joke um, responding to your trade poll I said I like to evaluate trades before they expire like I was trying to basically say you know before the week's up on MFL I try to take a look at a trade and give someone an answer because I am slow to respond not a single person (laughs) reacted to that at all and I was a little bit surprised because I play I play that a lot I I don't I don't um often respond quickly enough is my thing (laughs) you're funny i see it i see the little gif and everything but you're right nobody liked it here i'll like it for you there you go i liked it for you oh it's fine (laughs) i I mean i was more surprised it doesn't hurt my feelings i was more surprised because as i was telling you guys i don't often respond right away and i sit on them i think of a counter and i'm like you know i didn't want to move that player but this is interesting maybe i could think about this and then i you know i waver a little bit and it's not because i can't make a decision i just haven't thought of a a counter and so i just let it sit there I just don't, I just want to give one of my my favorite um, responses out of all the things we've got. Right. Uh huh. Um, so Roto Juan um, at Rota Roto underscore Juan. Um, cool dude, Mike. Um, <laughs> so he goes. The options here tell a clear story about your preference. 
And I, I put, uh, oh, I'm just trying to get a, give a few options. <laughs> so he goes, Shane sends trade offer, sets phone down, checks immediately for a response. This bastard stonewalling me. <laughs> it is funny. So I mean, like, you're, yep, you're, that's it. your choices are two hours, three to 12 hours, and one to three days. I mean, those are really, really unrealistic. I mean, even talking to Jeremy sometimes in our DM threads, we don't hear back from him for more than two hours because he's on a call or he's working or something. I mean, there's sometimes people can't respond to you that fast dude I, I get that i understand but i also um look i'm a technological um guy uh, my phone you guys have hung out with me my phone is basically another appendage if given the choice if if that medical science came to me uh, as in the embodiment of medical science came to me <laughs> said shane we could take off your left hand and replace it with this cell phone mm-hmm. You won't die. It's going to be all embedded. Awesome. What do you think? I probably say yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's me. You know, but but that goes back again to knowing your league mates, knowing the people you're dealing with, the psychology of everybody around you. Just because that's the way you are, it doesn't mean everybody else you're dealing with is that way. People are different. I mean, that's the only thing that bothers me is that. You know, anyone in leagues or that try to make trades um, with me, if they come out of the woodwork and try to lecture me on how I'm supposed (laughs) to behave, how I'm supposed to trade, how I should be looking at something, am I insane because I value a player higher? No, I'm a pretty clear-headed guy. Um, What I don't like is people presuming that they know more than I do and presuming to tell me how shit's going to go. You know, and and we – Kind of in the beginning, that's what I was saying about it's supposed to be fun and everybody has their own way of doing things. And I don't think anybody has the right to tell you that you do it wrong or that you should do it the way I think it should be done. It's pretty arrogant to think that you can tell people how they're supposed to trade players to you. 100%. I think that was kind of what we were talking about for this whole thing. So Shane, uh, I think that was all the polls you had, correct? I I feel like there was other ones, um, (laughs) but I, I, I... Do not remember actually uh, <laughs> sending them to the email. Well, Ooh, I, have a, I have a trade offer. Oh, I have a trade offer live while we're doing the show. You have a trade offer. What is it? All right. So let's first let's because this is what I worry about. What am I giving up? Yes. Right? <laughs> that, that's the most important thing to me. What am I losing? You, in this trade? you know, there is there is a side thing real quick. I hate. I love MFL with everything they do, except for that text when you get a text about a trade offer, because you can't read it based on the text. Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah, to go I check it. It's all a bunch of background information, <laughs> yeah. but you don't get to see the exact trade. And it's trade. it's not even completely filled out either, <laughs> so you have to open up your email to see what the trade is. Yeah. But all right, so what is it? Well, let's set the context. It's a Superflex FF, FFPC league. Uh huh. Um, I would be giving up Joseph Mixon and Joshua Rosen. Uh, shalom, um, <laughs> and um, and just for all of our uh, our Jewish friends, uh, happy New Year's. Well, year, not New Year's, because yeah, it's only year. one year at a time. So, happy New Year! Oh, uh, that's we, right. We had a yeah, we had a lovely dinner on Sunday. Um, myself, my mother-in-law, my wife, children, my mom, uh, my brother and sister-in-law. So, awesome. shalom, everyone, to celebrate the New Year. Um, so, I'd be giving up Joseph Mixon, Joshua Rosen. I would be getting back Philip Rivers. John Brown, Duke Johnson, 
Bye, Shane.